Good morning. Welcome back to our fourth Anchored in the Word morning reflection for the day or for the week. And uh, this particular section is going to be very helpful to us as we go from lamenting to petitioning the Lord um, to now how does the believer respond to God who is his creator, his sustainer, his savior, and his Lord? And so that's the question we're going to answer (laughs) this morning. And what I'd like to do is read what is really my favorite part of the psalm, and that is verses 11 through 18. So let's read that together, and then we'll answer that question. How does the believer respond to God who who is his creator, sustainer, savior, and Lord? It says, false witnesses did rise up, and they laid to my charge things that I knew not. They rewarded me evil for good to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting. My prayer returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. But in my adversity, they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. Yea, the objects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did tear me and ceased not. With hypocritical mockers and feasts, they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long wilt thou look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction. I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Now that question again, how does the believer respond to God, who is his creator, sustainer, savior, and Lord? The answer is the believer needs to worship God. The believer needs to rejoice in him. Our lives as Christians are supposed to be lived as expressions of worship to God. And really, this is a logical thing for us to do. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more in just a moment. But he says in verse 9, my soul shall be joyful in the Lord it shall rejoice in his salvation. He was going to praise God and rejoice in the fact that he was saved by God. And he's emphasizing his joy is in the Lord himself. And it's also in the fact that he has provided salvation. In verse 10, he says, my bones shall say, who is likened to thee, which delivereth the poor from him that is too strong for him, the poor and the needy from him that spoileth him. He's going to express his kindness or his, 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 he's confessing that God, in fact, is very, very kind to him. And then in verse 18, he says, I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. And he says, I'm going to praise you in front of other people and with other people. And I'm going to encourage them with me to rejoice in you and to praise you and to be grateful to you. And then again, in verse 28, he says, my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praises all the day long. He's going to testify that God, in fact, is righteous in all of his ways. And, and, and the truth is that just because circumstance is difficult and painful and harsh does not mean that God is difficult and painful and harsh. He, in fact, is good despite what goes on in a fallen world. And we have to learn to not just look at circumstance and basically have a view of God shaped by circumstance as much as viewing God as he is and how he takes those circumstances and uses them ultimately to accomplish good. And so I want to remind you that not only does David rejoice in the Lord and 
is grateful to God and praises him and worships him. But that really is fundamental to why we were created. We were created to worship and praise God, to bring glory to him by reflecting him as image bearers. When people see us, there are things about our creator that should be magnified through our lives. People should see the wisdom of God and the goodness of God and the kindness of God in his ways being reflected through how he's working in our life and how we are related to him. And so we're reminded of this in Colossians 1.16. It says it's by him that all things are created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And then he says, by him all things consist. These verses emphasize that we were created for the glory of God, and we are sustained by God. And so that makes it natural that we should worship him. To put it another way, because we are creatures, our existence is owed to him. Because we are creatures who are sustained in our lives by him, our strength is owed to him. Because we are image bearers, we have a capacity to understand these truths and to praise him from our hearts with our wills being engaged. And because he loves us, we are invited to commune with him and to delight in him and to grow in a knowledge of him. And so all of these things should, should cause us to desire to worship him. It really is, is, fa is fundamental to who we are as image bearers, as humans. But the world doesn't look at God the same way. Even though people in the world are limited in the same ways that Christians are, they don't see God as the one to worship. They create idols to replace him. And this is uh, talked about in Romans chapter 1. People create a God that will serve their purposes rather than seeing them as, as image bearers who serve their, their creator's purposes. Or people in pride try to, uh, when things are going really well and, and, and their experience is a pleasant season of life, which thankfully God gives us those things. They forget God. They forget who it is that gave them the strength and gave them the opportunity and has sustained them. Or when things become very dark and difficult, people forget who has taken them through the pleasant seasons of life and they begin to think, well, I don't have any value and life is hopeless and my experience is, uh, is, is making me feel like there's no hope in this world. And the fact is, that's also a wrong response. Or someone will say, well, all there is is this world. And so I'm going to live this hedonistic experience where I'm going to embrace what makes me feel good. And I'm going to express myself and I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And that ultimately is very self-destructive. The Christian is supposed to be completely different from the world around them. We are to worship God. Our lives are to be lived as a regular expression of worship to him. We are creatures and we were created with a God-oriented purpose. He's the one who sustains us. He gives us the breath of life. He gives us our daily bread. He protects us. He gives us all good things. We don't deserve any of that. We're unworthy. He even takes the bad and the difficult and the harsh, and he uses those things that he has permitted to accomplish good in our lives and good in that ultimate purpose of conforming us to the image of Christ. And so all of this tells us something very simple. We need to praise God because of who he is and what he has done in our lives. And I want to encourage you this morning 
Maybe you are in a very difficult season of life, a very difficult series of circumstances. I would encourage you to first of all say, God, help me to have a settled heart and help me to take the time to reflect on who you are. And go back and remind yourself of what the Bible says about God, about his nature, about his ways. Think about some of the ways that God has worked in the lives of the people of Scripture, that we have testimonies of his goodness, and remind yourself of those things and say, God, thank you for those reminders. And then go back over the course of your life and think about the various ways that God has been kind to you and good to you and given you things that you didn't deserve, and he has sustained you in ways that only he could have done, and then just thank him for those things. And say, God, help me to remember, even in the valleys, that you're good and that your ways are good and that this is who you are. And I'm going to praise you because I know that ultimately, in the end, I will see that who you are is going to be demonstrated by how you deal with me in the big picture. May the Lord help us to be a people who respond properly to our creator, sustainer, savior, and Lord by worshiping him and rejoicing in him. Have a blessed morning, and Lord willing, tomorrow we will close out our, our series for the week. Have a blessed day. Bye now.